and welcome to the studio demands it an exercise in creative thinking where we will challenge ourselves to conceptualize pitch and craft a film based on the stipulations of a hypothetical hollywood overlord the studio i am tc dewitt and joining me as always is my co-host jim when did you start going by jim brzelic hello jim hello hi uh, we'll get back to it what are we doing here <laughs> We, we talk movies all the time, and in particular, we complain about the choices made by the blockbusters that are out there. And of course, as good nerds do, we automatically assume that we could do a better job. Right, Jim? It's it's true. We, it's, that we can do a better job, or that yes. we think we can do a better job? We can. Okay. We, could, we could do that. We're this far that, in the series. Yeah. People are still ab- listening. Absolutely. We've proven we can. Right. What, what's what's the what do they say? Uh, three hours is what you need for expertise. And we we got that. We it's got somewhere between like, three and ten hours. Yeah, and we got that down. Yeah, we're nice. I mean, yeah, That's I mean, we've thing. probably done like ten thousand at least. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a filmmaker. You're a filmmaker, and uh, so we're not without of our without our experiences. How are you, Jim? I'm good. Yeah. Why did I've, they call I've you been Jim? Uh, doing doing well? Uh, <laughs> it the, happened. The, the viewers want to know in the listeners seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, my mom asked me, do you want to keep being called Jimmy or do you want to be Jim? <laughs> and I thought about it for a second and I said, I'll do Jim. I'll do Jim. Yeah. No more Jimmy. Yeah. All right. Jim, Jim, Jiminy, Jim, 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 Jim. I said, no, I'm okay. just Jim now. <laughs> See, I was always TC. I've, yeah. I have been Tim to less people than I can count on one hand, which would be four. Um, <laughs> TC was the name on my baby basket in the hospital. My uh, my grandfather, the uh, it was like, what does TC mean? And my mom was like, well, that's what we're going to call him. I'm not going to call him that. So, so he and my grandma called me Tim, and they called sure. me Timmy when I was – actually, they just called me Timmy. I don't think they ever yeah. called me Tim. No. And a couple of my cousins still to this day call me Tim. But sure, I'm not Tim. I, am I a Tim? Do I seem like a Tim to you? No. No, I'm a no, TC. You're a TC. I think I'm all right. I think yeah. I do okay as TC. I think so. Oh, good. Thank you. Of all the, of all the TCs I know, <laughs> well, you, you, I mean, you hold it down pretty well. For a time, I refused to believe that there were any other – TCs in the world. Like, yeah. I was very stubborn. Like, no, I'm the only one. There isn't <laughs> any other out there. And then I turned 30 and I had to stop bitching like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, t- they take away the uh, the license. To, to whine like a child. Mm-hmm. So, actually, the so the, the helicopter pilot from Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. was named TC. And that's what we're oh. doing today. Magnum P.I. Oh. The, no, 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 no. <laughs> Although, add it to the list. There you uh, go. Yeah. Listeners, if you want to hear us do a Magnum P.I. episode... <laughs> Um, oh yeah. gosh! Oh, see now I'm now thinking, thinking, now I'm thinking about, about so, that. See, the, well, because I haven't seen any of the new show. Right, I've, I forgot there was a new show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, and and that's an example of what we do here on the show. In case this is your first episode, go back and check out our previous episodes. But that's what we do. We have a list of properties, movies, franchises, movies that have been made, uh, movies we think should be made, and a studio is going to demand us to conceive and pitch a movie. And that's uh, that's what we're doing today. So, like for example, I threw out Magnum PI, and our gears have to start turning. Yep, I'm not doing Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready, Jim, to find out what the studio demands today? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I am. Are you sure, I'm ready. We got some M and M's here. Tell me. We got some water. Tell me. I will, Jim. It is 2013. It has been one year since Marvel pulled off a five picture Phase One. The Avengers has been released. And not just changed cinema, but they have changed the world. Can you yep. can you agree with that? The world has been forever yeah. changed yep. by the existence of nothing will ever be the same <laughs> because of the Avengers. Yes, that that is. We've already discussed this because of the Dark Universe. Yeah, Marvel changed everything. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's it is a year past that. It's okay. 2013. Okay, we haven't gotten Guardians of the Galaxy or Winter Soldier. We don't sure. know what to look forward to yet. It's also been one year since the culmination of Christopher Nolan's Bat trilogy, The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Okay, Warner Brothers is desperate to have a competitive cinematic universe. They've released The Man of Steel, directed by Zack Snyder, yep. produced by Chris Nolan, to varying degrees of criticism and success. It was not successful enough. Okay? Yep. We need bigger. We need better. We now have less than three years to conceptualize and produce a sequel. Today, the studio demands Batman and Superman. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, this is this is uh, this is everything I could hope for <laughs> and dread I have all a, at once. I have a list of studio demands in addition to that, but that's our starting sure. point. Okay, so we we know what we got. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this is more than enough conversations yep. that we've had about what were they thinking? Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and you have to say the full title is <laughs> a train wreck. It is a it is a checklist of all the mistakes you can make in trying to launch a cinematic universe. We have to, I'm not even erasing Man of Steel. Man of Steel exists, we have to use it, okay? But beyond that, BVS, Mm. DOJ, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, and Justice League, Aquaman don't exist. Okay. They need a long-term plan here, they need a franchise, and we need to kick it off. We need to, the fact that Man of Steel did not succeed like they wanted to, we now have, they want Batman in this movie. Yeah. Batman and Superman. Batman has to be in this movie. Yeah. Superman has to be in this movie. Any other parameters? I do have some other parameters here, but I, I just want to know. Your okay. gears are already turning, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, so. have, a, I have a big, dumb idea. You have a big... You, let, let me hear your big, dumb idea, and then I'll okay. start throwing more stipulations uh, at you. So we've we've talked uh, uh, at length, not necessarily on the show. Uh, we've, we've hinted at it uh, uh, as to what we think the formula is um, and how DC... What they've been doing is like, oh, they they did it wrong. They did it backwards. The, the formula for the what Marvel did, yeah, yes, which yes. is which is uh, bunches of little ones building up to a big one. Right. They treated um, it like a TV series. Yeah, and DC wanted to get there fast, mm-hmm. so they wanted to do uh, the big one right away, mm-hmm. uh, and then splinter off. Right. Um, and that just that doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah. Um. So my big dumb idea <laughs> is to double down. Double down. <laughs> <laughs> What, what you say? So, just jump straight to Justice League. What is your double down here? What yeah, you... pretty much. Mm. Uh, so have a movie where. Um, uh, uh, so I'm uh, right off the bat. I'm I'm sort of ignoring the 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 BVS part, the the Batman versus Superman part, okay. uh, and going straight to the Dawn of Justice. Um, I don't know what what it is that challenges Earth uh, this early because Apocalypse really seems like it should be a later thing. Mm. But maybe it is the thing that shows up now. Um, maybe I don't know enough about DC villains to really kind of. I put, could put one out I there. Could go all day, but continue. Um, so, something comes and threatens the Earth, and so uh, we actually get glimpses through the first. I'd I'd say first act, probably through the whole movie. Actually, I think you just drop uh, names and and not just like literally reference them by someone saying them. You have heroes in the background, foreground, midground, like almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Like so that way. It's it's literally an avalanche of Easter eggs. <laughs> I mean, that, that's essentially what George Miller was going to do back in the early 2000s, right before the writer's strike. 
they oh. were already in production for a Justice League movie of just we're not doing it. We're just you're getting the Justice League. Here's everybody. Nice. So we're, we're you're not out of the realm of what a studio would have liked previously so continue so what i think uh i would do so some sort of invasion happens right some sort of big army attacks could be apocalypse with his his uh bug monster things um and so we see we see the world being overrun and we see heroes uh uh, successfully fighting small battles but not winning the war Mm -hmm. that's when we go to, to to batman uh uh and batman has batman is the the one who uh, ultimately begins things. He reaches out to two or three heroes, and he's the one who starts putting together the Justice League because the heroes need to work together to fight this off. And that's more or less what happened in the Whedon-Snyder Justice League. Batman was technically recruiting everyone. Okay, Except it was five people. (laughs) And I'm I'm thinking, we we focus. We focus on five. And so, so those are the ones that come together and really sort of galvanize all of the heroes mm-hmm. uh but but literally it's it's uh, uh through the personification of these five we see an army of heroes come together a uh, uh to to defend the earth in this this first movie mm-hmm. um and ideally uh, i i realize i'm i'm uh painting with really broad strokes here um ideally then that gives you sort of your your main five that you you can do splinter movies for it gives you um an immense cast to make uh other minor movies that may that could possibly move up into larger positions mm-hmm. uh things a- and it gives you supporting cast for those the uh splinter movies mm-hmm. uh as as you go like you could have um uh now now I'm blanking you could you could have uh so, so I'm I'm, tr- I'm thinking of the big 5 oh you could have a flash movie yeah where um Oliver Queen, uh, uh, Green Arrow, Green Arrow yeah. shows up. Uh, 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 essentially, uh, uh, functionally, sidekicks mm-hmm. for uh, Flash in in Flash's Splinter movie. I see. And you could do that with with other 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 okay. ones as well. Well, I will. I could give you a villain a villain type people that could attack the Earth in this fashion. Mm-hmm. So there's the Thanagarians, the Hawk people. They have the oh. metal. They have an army. There's an intergalactic battle happening between. Uh, That's the, how much do you know about Robotech and Macross? None. Okay, <laughs> so in that the um, the Zentradi mm-hmm. attack Earth, uh, and Earth has this this big ship called the Macross, mm-hmm. um, and they get all sorts of Robotech robot things, and I'm butchering it. Either way, the whole first war is the Zentradi versus the humans, and then they overcome them with music, and then. <laughs> Years go by and a piece is made and then the Invid invade. Yeah. And I'm, I might even be getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that happens. So the, uh, at that point, the Zentradi and humans have made peace to a, uh, and a bigger, badder thing comes along. And that, wor- uh, uh, that model sort of works, you know, uh, jamming, jamming the peg into the hole in, in uh, this regard. Uh, I actually really like that idea of the hawk people yeah. attacking. You got people flying, you got people on the ground, hand-to-hand combat, lasers. Like the, the Thanagarians yeah. would give you everything. And and, you and then it. we can turn that around so then through into our phase two of DC, uh, then we can introduce Apocalypse and it's a bigger, badder threat. Yeah. And at that point, the hawk people mm-hmm. have become allies of sorts and so, they can team up. That could be a way to go. Um, and now, is that uh, have you scraped the surface of your idea? Do you want to delve um, further learn this? Because the studio is interested at this point. But okay, I'm going to have some new stipulations about to, to pick apart your idea here. Um, I don't have 
any other further I don't have further right. details now so right. if you want to let's uh, let's let's uh, I want to pick you my parade you I can. will I'm going <laughs> to rain at it and tell you like you know what uh, you know what Jim I got to tell you we had some other ideas here okay <laughs> I have I have a solution to bypass the fact that they they wanted to jump right ahead to the team like the big yeah. team up movie okay, okay? And this comes actually out of a fan theory that was a really stupid fan theory based on the <laughs> title of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I do think that there was a, they, they missed an opportunity here that would have saved them a hell of a lot of trouble, that would have gave them a ton of good credit and good faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care how much money it would take. I don't care how many boats you had to drive into his front yard. You get Christian Bale back. And mm. this isn't the sequel to Man of Steel. This is the fifth movie in the franchise. Man of Steel was four. Oh, you ghost you ghost Nolan's that's why you brought it up. You ghost Nolan's trilogy as the intro yep. to You take to this. all the good faith of the Dark Knight trilogy. Sure. Particularly the Dark Knight, but because yep. I know Dark Knight Rises is a whole different can of worms. Sure. But you you give Christian Bale anything and everything he wants to come back and play Batman. Because here's the thing. They knew the Warner Brothers knew you don't sell a movie with Superman. You sell the movie with Batman. He's the first name in the title. Yeah. It's not Superman 2. It's not Superman versus Batman. It's Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice. <laughs> they know who their bread and butter is. Their bread and butter is Batman. And if you watch BVS, they did a lot of shorthand to try to capitalize on Nolan's movies. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they scavenged some imagery. They, they, mm-hmm. they retreaded some ground because they knew... People would, oh, it's shorthand. People already know the Nolan stuff. So, so just get Christian Bale back, okay? Sure. And you said to get the get the the heroes together to stop an invasion ha- on Earth. Mm-hmm. An invasion already happened. It happened in That's Man true. of Steel. The, yeah, the the, the uh, Kryptonians. The Kryptonians and Superman himself has already attacked this planet, right? The, okay. the attack of the Kryptonians. The the whole notion of what happens in BVS can work. Batman sees a universal threat. That's bigger than anything that's ever been faced. How do you stop this threat? Okay. Mm-hmm. So here, here's some stipulations I want to throw at you that the, the studio is demanding. We get Christian Bale back, which okay. means now the Nolan trilogy is canon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which also gives you, uh, you're going to have to, I, I know how I would solve it, but you're going to have to deal with the fact okay. that Nightwing is out there. That, yeah. That Batman well, is currently held by Robin, that uh, Blake. Is currently wearing the Batman. Okay, so so we yeah we take the end of that trilogy and and, and extrapolate. Yes, um, we have to have Lois. We have to have Martha. We have to have Luther. Wonder Woman has to be in here. You have Alfred. Uh, go ahead, Perry White can be in here. Uh, KG Beast and Mercy can still be part of Luke's uh, Lex's um, group of people. But um, the studio wants Christian Bale. The studio wants Batman and Superman to fight. We have to introduce a broader cinematic universe, which means Wonder Woman's got to be in here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe we could figure out something better than a quick time event that shows all the other clips of heroes, which I do have <laughs> a suggestion for that. Um, so here, here's my pitch for how you open this movie up. And then let's see if you'll go with me on this. Okay. Open up with the Battle of Metropolis once again through Bruce's perspective. Sure. That's how BVS starts. Yep. But you don't do it with him there on the ground. You have him watching it on TV in Paris. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there watching live on television. Aliens exist, and they are destroying one of the major and, American cities. And that's cities. what brings Batman. And back. that that was what will that is what. So have him witness it, seeing it all happening, standing next to Anne Hathaway as Selena. Yep. What, what this is incredible. And then title card, and jump forward 
I don't know, a year later. Okay. And we'll we'll follow what Clark is doing and whatnot, but I think Batman is your protagonist through this. And in his eyes, Superman's the villain that he needs to figure out and stop. Bruce Wayne is the greatest detective. He would have figured out who Clark Kent is. <laughs> He's not that's so stupid. I hate how they fight in BVS because it's like all Bruce has to say is like Clark Lex is tricking us. Like, just take a sec. Or, or, I'm sorry, all Superman had to say was, hey, I don't want to fight you. Lex Luthor's kidnapped my mom. And, yeah. like, and But instead, they just nope. fight like a bunch of frat boys and it's yep. stupid. It's, we it's can still cause, have... Because it's pride. How dare you hit me with a thing that doesn't hurt me? I'm <laughs> a, I need <laughs> to punch you before I say the thing I wanted to say. And we can still get there. We can still get the fight, get the fight to the fight. But anyway, we've seen Bruce witness the attack on Metropolis. We flash forward a little bit, and it's a year later or six months later, or what have you, Bruce is still in Paris, and he is obsessed with news clippings, and he's secretly doing detective work. And Selena finally just says to him, leave. You don't want to be here. You want to be doing something. You can't just sit in this room and invest. I know you're investigating. Look at this wall of shit you have. This this <laughs> water guy that you found evidence of, this fast dude you got running around Keystone City, I know you've been investigating all these weird events around the world. You don't want to be here anymore. Leave. And so he goes back to Gotham. Okay. So now you have little Easter eggs to introduce the other things that Batman has been investigating. Okay. So it doesn't, Lex doesn't have some computer file with all these metas in it. And maybe he does, but it's Bruce and his investigation of the bigger DC universe that has been unlocked by an alien attack that mm-hmm. has gotten him his bat sense tingling. Sure. He goes back to Gotham and says the, that Batman needs to take a bigger role. I, I'm here to to be Batman again, and he has to take that mantle away from from the person he bestowed it upon. So you've got conflict between those two. And it happened. it's what happens in the comics all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Dick finally gets to be Batman versus like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm retired. I'm back. Give me it back. Yeah. And that in, can embitter. And what, sure. I would, what I would do with, with Nightwing is send him on a, on a side quest that we don't even get to see. Essentially, let them have conflict, create that tension between them, and Bruce all but saying, and even Alfred could be on Bruce's side, you're not equipped to handle this, Blake. Sorry. You can stay. I'm not kicking you out of the Batcave, but I need Batman. I need all this equipment. I'm back. I'm sorry. Like, just Bruce is a dick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a dick to dick. Yeah, yeah. So let him come back in, and his whole methodology is to try to solve the mystery of Superman and and let him investigate Superman. When it when it figure out Mar- that, oh, his mom's name is Martha. Like, don't give this this contrived conflict that Lex is pitting them against each other. But then how will we have the Frank Miller scene? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Flip it. Because in BVS, Lex has antagonized Batman to kill Superman. Yeah. Batman's too freaking smart to fall for that. Sure. What Lex, because Lex is your big villain in here, Lex is actually manipulating Superman by constantly putting him in a position to harbor the fear of the alien. Lex is running for political office. Fear the alien. How timely is this? That we have a political figure, a rich political figure, who's using the fear of uh, aliens. Uh, that that's not that's not twenty thirteen. Uh fine. It's a post nine eleven <laughs> fear. Because sure. that's what that's what yeah. uh, Snyder was playing with anyway. Yeah, and I know I'm I'm thinking I'm yeah. I'm not I, thinking. I, 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 <laughs> what are you telling me? Uh, it's 2013, and in a few years, Donald Trump's gonna be president. Nah, but there <laughs> that's is just a dumb Simpsons <laughs> that joke. That would never happen. So instead, uh, 
harboring, like uh, fanning the flames of the fear of an alien in Superman and putting in positions of trying to constantly do the right thing, but then putting putting it out there like, you know, that train never would have crashed if Superman wasn't even around. Little things like that to True. constantly make make the public question Superman. Not outright hate him like they do in BVS, but create that tension of, I, I, I think Superman's good, I think Superman's bad. Well, look at all this bad stuff that didn't happen until Superman showed up. Mm-hmm. And so Superman is constantly on edge. He's trying to do the right thing. There's some mysterious force that he starts using his reporter mind to go, someone's setting these things up. Someone is like out to get me. Like Let his paranoia come out, because then when Batman finally reveals himself... Superman will be the reactionary one. It's you. And especially if if Bruce shows up and says, Superman, I know you're Clark Kent. Go after him. Like, Superman will react to that. So now Batman's like, stop, 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 stop. I'm tra-. And, and imagine the Christian Bale Batman trying to stop the Henry Cavill Superman, who is so paranoid and freaked out at this point that the fight is now not Batman trying to kill Superman. It's Superman pissed off at this supposed enemy who's been stalking him through the course of the movie. Lex has manipulated Superman into trying to attack Batman. Okay. Yeah. All right, these are good parameters. Um, so <laughs> These are less parameters and more I'm just pitching my movie to you. <laughs> but they have to fight. They have to fight and then they have okay, to become it, friends. Because it, it, it has to be Batman versus Superman, yeah. Dawn of Justice. That's what people want. They want to see Batman I mean, and they, Superman fight. They, they think they want the, that. I'm the dumb studio yep, that you are. You are correct. You, you, de- any, you are. Any true blue comic book superhero, any, any right-minded comic book superhero, uh, super, superhero fan knows that Batman and Superman have fought, but mm-hmm. that's not the point. But yeah. any... Any fourteen-year-old sitting in the lunchroom with his friends, like who sure. in a fight? Yeah. That's what the studio's hearing. That's what the studio sure. wants to see. So, and you know, there's there's a part of me that also still engages in those. Oh yeah, debates. I mean, I mean yeah. that's essentially what this is. Right. This is exactly um, what this is. <laughs> Who'd win in a fight? Uh, <laughs> Iron Man versus Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, Magic versus technology. The Doctor Strange would win. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. Uh, I. I'm 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 buying the the outline that that you're selling to me. Mm-hmm. Um uh right now though, you you explained it with a whole lot of energy which which made me think that the movie will feel quite kinetic like that. Mm-hmm. But I think really with what you said though, it's going to be a pretty investigative movie, right? Like it doesn't feel very superhero action packed. Well, it's Batman's the one on the boots on the ground investigating. Superman's the one who is going to be doing the early action set pieces. Like Batman can get out there and mix it up and let's see the Arkham Asylum fight without murdering anyone. And you know what? I don't know if you saw Zack Snyder recently. Was I, that a thing? I did I did hear screw, it. I know I'm dating it, but screw him yeah. to this day oh, yeah. that There's he's a like whole bunch of reactions. F and get over it, Batman yeah. kills. No, you yeah, and fine. There's probably listeners right now who think Batman should kill the core of that character. He's got one rule, and that's yeah. the point of mm-hmm. him. But the, well, you're right because our heroes are not supposed to kill. Our heroes are supposed to save people. Mm-hmm. That is what uh, firemen save people. They should murder. Police the fire. are supposed to protect people, but they should and not by do. killing them. Uh, well, that's a different um, political debate. <laughs> Um, the, so yeah, you're right. It could be a little investigative if you're following the Batman thread. 
And and I think and Zack Snyder is not the director for this. You pay Nolan everything you possibly can to get him to get him to do it, not yeah. not just consult. You know, I think um, even having Jonathan Nolan write the script would be would be the right way to go here. Sure, and Goyer can be involved like he was through the Dark Knight trilogy, but having a having a more competent writer, having a more competent director who understands story structure and character arcs and character development. This isn't a movie that needs nuanced acting, but it needs a plot that that means something and that is is coherent. Whereas like BVS Dawn of Justice is a mess. What what is the where are the act where's the act structure? What are the wants of the characters? What are the the it's just a, it's we we sure. know we know it's yeah. a mess. I'm having an idea. Oh, what's your idea? Uh, the studio is interesting. Every everything everything you said, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one of the, I don't know if it'd it'd be a B plot or, 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 uh, uh, one of the things that's happening. So, uh, uh, the world is becoming more and more paranoid through, uh, being coaxed into it of, of Superman and, and these, these strange alien invaders, Mm -hmm. we start getting, uh, 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 hints or, or even like full on scenes of, um, our other four is it are the other four heroes that will eventually show up? Uh, uh, we, yes, through, the studio through, is through just... things like the media. Lex Lex is finding these things. The media is saying, "Oh, the, uh, uh, there's 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 these strange there's islands. Uh, uh, we're finding out about islands in the the ocean uh, middle of the ocean that we can't we f- we're finding islands we can't find. I need to oh, fix that. You could have some yeah. sort of like Alex uh, Jones freaking out, like I'm telling you, there's islands yeah. out there that we can't get to. Like, yeah. Uh, have have people talking about people living in underwater bases, mm-hmm. and uh, but in BVS DOJ, uh, they uh, they're being pointed at as other Kryptonian strongholds. Right, the first. misconception because right because things... we need to blame it on this guy. Yeah, um, and Lex is harboring as yeah. fanning that flame. Yeah, and it, it's it's not right. It's it's. Uh, 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 there's Atlanteans. Atlanteans and can't remember the name of the yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job. That's right. Um, but then you can have more like uh, urban myth characters like the Flash and like Green Arrow and and uh, the the hints of a, a bigger mm-hmm. DC universe as asides on TVs. I don't need full on interviews being shown like they showed in BVS. But we have a setting of a newspaper. Why not have Perry White? Constantly being like, "All right, what's this? Uh, we got uh, some rumor mill about a man with a green ring. We need uh, mm-hmm. who can we get on that? Uh, you know, hey, this uh, this kid that's over at uh, um, Met U, uh, Victor Stone. He's an amazing football player. I want him. I want you know, what's his deal? Is there something? In, maybe he's too good. You know, so I think that, yeah, you're right. You get to sprinkle in that broader thing. Here's something the studio needs though. We need Wonder Woman legitimately in this movie, not hinted at, based on this sort of." construct of a film i have right now where you have batman trying to figure out superman and superman afraid of some mysterious force that they they're on a path to collide how do you get wonder woman in here um i think uh i think one of the things uh taking taking a note from my initial pitch Mm -hmm. uh that i think would need to be established pretty early on uh with just a couple establishing things and i realize we're trying to to build a normal world being invaded by strangeness with aliens and stuff. But I think it would really serve our purposes for this movie and beyond if uh, superheroes Mm -hmm. are established as a part of this world. So people know about the Flash and they're fine with him. Maybe. Okay. Um, 
I, you know what? Uh, I, your original... there, there are vigilantes, right? There are okay. masked vigilantes. Maybe some of them have powers. Maybe uh, th- things like that. The arrow uh, in Star City, and yeah, um, uh, not not necessarily to to the uh, uh, near godlike level that some of the heroes become. Right, and maybe but... that's what the catalyst for all this is. That we've had vigilantes for years. You got that guy in Keystone, and mm-hmm. and, and you got the the arrow in in Star City. But they, those guys are shooting arrows and running fast. This guy can tear a city apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like because your um, original pitch of of multiple. I I didn't squash that idea. Yeah. I, no, I, I know. Tr- I'm trying to. I think we can get to right, that. Well, because because I just I essentially cut out the Batman versus you Superman went straight portion. to Justice League. Yeah. yeah. But we need Batman um, and Superman. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So I like your. Um, you going with this? Uh, so the the reason the reason I I say that is because that way when we introduce Wonder Woman, um. I, I I don't think it's as strange of a shit. Uh, 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 is is it that big of a shit? I don't I don't know where I'm. Uh, I I was building towards something, and uh, if you're saying that superheroes are are a gimme in this world, mm-hmm. but vigilantes, the street level hero, yeah. are something that people know about. Maybe they believe in them. Maybe they don't. I mean, the Batman in Gotham is a real thing. You have yeah. to remember in and Nolan's he's been universe. A thing. Yeah. yeah, if you remember Nolan's universe, Batman exists. By the end of that one, he's fighting in broad daylight. People understand that vigilantes are a real thing. So, and, and thus, and, and going along with that, it's not just vigilantes beating up random crooks. It is that, but it's also there's there's villains, super villains, yeah, Bane. So so these guys these guys exist as well. Yeah. Um, and and I suppose the way our the sensationalist news would portray them is. More bad than good. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the vigilantes would get get uh, 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 caught up in that as well. Yeah. Uh, so inserting Wonder Woman, it's not it's not out of the the blue that suddenly Wonder Woman exists. But maybe she's been hi- staying undercover. Like she doesn't sure. go out and do lift cars over her head because that's too in your face. But now that Superman exists, she. Well, if we, uh, depending on how much, how much, how many of the parameters need to preserve the Wonder Woman that we did get. I do really love the Wonder Woman we get. Yeah. So maybe thinking, you know, in this scenario that, that Wonder Woman still has that, to exist. That means she's been a part of the world of man now for a hundred years, over, over a, mm-hmm. about a hundred, a hundred years. Yeah. Um, so she's going to know her way around things. Um, but she did give up on mankind. That's why she's not out there in the public. When the, sure. In the BVS that we got, she's been like, I gave up. I just want my sword back. <laughs> because someone sent a photo that I need. Like, what, is that, what happened? Because like that's what she was trying to get from Lex. Because Lex, screw that. That doesn't exist anymore. Um, Find a different way to insert her into this. And, uh, and what, what I'm thinking is she's also she's investigating just like Batman is. Okay. So actually, what about this? Okay, kind of going off your idea that superheroes exist, mm-hmm. they're out there. Superman changed the game by being a god among men. Mm-hmm. Batman, his sole purpose out here is he's investigating the threat of Superman and trying to figure out who he is so that he can he can just talk to him, right? And even going so far as Bruce figures out Lex is manipulating him and that's why he wants to talk to Superman. Sure. In the midst of that, Wonder Woman is the one trying to build the team. She's the one that's like, Hey, now that a god exists, I need to round up these superheroes. So she could well, be the one who she's she's known gods have existed. <laughs> I mean, but not, now but that the public actually, knows. Yeah, uh, yeah, I 
actually that's actually a really good catalyst for her to want to do that. Like if this level of power is back in the world, yeah. it needs to be organized. So she can be the one who sneaks up on Batman at a dinner party and says, I know who you are. No, people would hate that. What? Say it. What if, what if she's the one who stops Superman from killing Batman? Oh, <laughs> instead of Lois. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea, but oh, people, well, no, I think in our fight, somehow Batman needs to think his way. He, he needs to clever his way into not dying. Into, oh, yeah. Into Just, not being if super- eye blasted or, yeah. <laughs> or pounded or chill breathed. Or, or <laughs> so if Wonder Woman's presence is that she's trying to like, maybe she, okay, here we go. She goes to Bruce first and is like, I like, I know, I know your deal. I know you're, you're a hero. I'm trying to recruit heroes. And Batman's like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not part of the team. Get out of here. Maybe she could even go to Superman at one point and be like, if Superman's saving the day and she shows up and he's like, how did you? She's like, hey, like Coulson. Think Coulson in the original Iron Man. Okay. All right. But it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. So she fails at recruiting Batman. She fails at recruiting Superman. She could give the the ominous, if this this is going to come to a head and it's going to end badly, we need to work together to stop the real threats out there. So when the big final battle, not the final battle, but the Batman versus Superman fight finally happens, you are right wouldn't be fair to Batman if Wonder Woman saves his ass. Mm-hmm. I, I, quick from the peanut gallery. Would you want that? Would you want Wonder Woman to save Batman from Superman? Do or, I want a woman to break up a fight between two men? Yes. We do that already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what the listeners are thinking sure, right now. Because yeah. I do like the idea of Batman like staying just just one step away from death against Superman constantly, constantly, constantly and then finally like, oh man, Superman's going to blast him. And then Wonder Woman swoops in and is like, all right, boys, cut it out. There is something fun about that. Yeah, and 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 right that would happen. That would happen in an episode of Justice League. Yeah. But in but this, but not in a not in a movie. Okay, how about this? If because Lex, okay, has set, I got one. But Lex you go is, first. Okay, Lex has set up the plan to manipulate Superman. He's trying to use the fear of Superman to get to his position. Mm-hmm. He's he's not aware that Batman. He's not nece- He's not threatened by Batman because he's smarter than Bruce Wayne. Like sure. he's. Lex Luthor, the genius, not the Jesse mm-hmm. Eisenberg Lex. I want the animated Superman Lex Luthor. I want the badass smart guy. But, I think I think Jesse Eisenberg could have been a good one if not for the affectation he right. chose. I agree. I think the the one we got at the Justice League Stinger, the one we'll never see again, yeah. that Lex. I'm fine with Jesse Eisenberg doing a different Lex, but it's the smart one. Yeah. Um, shoot, I lost my train of thought because I derailed Sorry. twice in that. Cause Sorry. If... if uh, um, what's your idea? <laughs> <laughs> um, my, so my idea is uh, because Bruce is clever enough to have contingencies upon contingencies, mm-hmm. um, and it it harkens back to what Zack Snyder did, but reversed. Um, we bring in Clark's mom. Oh yes, there we go. That's that's it. Okay, I get it. That's where I was going to go. I yeah. was exactly on the same page here. When Bruce has figured out Lex is doing all this to Superman to drive him crazy and tries to confront him, and the fight is taking place, what Bruce is trying to get to, it's not just, I'm trying to, Lex Luthor, like, would you please give me, because like, Superman's fast, he's going to just, he's so paranoid and, mm-hmm. and, and upset at this point, he's not paying attention. It's Bruce that is trying to say, not only has Lex manipulated you, he's got conting- his contingency of us fighting and not, he's got your mom, he's got your mom. Oh, I, w- I was actually just going to have something cooler than it but essentially just have uh, uh batman was going to have martha like 
on a smartphone. Like, like Clark, say, stop fighting hey, him. He's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm giving you an action set <laughs> okay. piece. Yeah. Because Bruce saving Martha in Batman versus Superman is one of the best scenes in that that's true. shitty, shitty movie. Yeah. Um, so that's what Bruce is trying to explain everything to Superman, but Superman's just reacting. We can get mm-hmm. the hothead young Superman that Snyder stupidly created. Mm-hmm. Let's just give him some more agency and purpose behind why he's fighting Bruce. And the final thing would be, Lex has your mom and Lois. I'm trying to mm-hmm. tell you this. Let me go save. Which one do you want me to save? I will save what you tell me which one you want me to save and you save the other one. So then Clark has to choose between saving Lois and saving his mom. So Bruce goes and saves Martha. Superman goes to save Lois and then he goes to confront Lex and Lex says, you know what? I thought this might happen. I'm glad that I was prepared for this as well. And then you get the suit. (laughs) Ah, that terrible suit, but I love it anyway. All right, we're going to take a break here and we'll be right back. Hi there, I'm David. And I'm Kate. And we're the hosts of another Zelda podcast. There are so many good podcasts out there, and some of them in particular concern The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's right, Kate, and we are another one of them. we That is actually the name of our show, Another yes. Zelda Podcast. And in our show in particular, we talk about some of our favorite dungeons, characters, boss battles. We have top ten lists. Yeah, we do deep dives on game design and production aspects of the different Zelda games. And we talk about our own experiences. We do some review episodes, talk about our challenges, our struggles, and our victories. That's right. You know, really just almost anything that has to do with Zelda. We like to talk about it. A new episode comes out every other Friday, and you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and YouTube. And you can also check out our episodes on our website, anotherzeldapodcast.com. That's right. All right, we will see you there. Okay, bye! And Lex throws on the Kryptonian battle suit, yep. and now you can have the final act, Superman Get versus a Kryptonian-powered... Lex Luthor suit mm-hmm. with Batman trying to freaking help him and Wonder Woman can come in and the three of them can fight Lex and whatever else you want to add into this. Because we do have KG Beast as a subplot, like a muscle sure. for, um, well, actually Bruce would have faced him against Martha. Yeah. But what do you think? Lex Lex suit versus... Hang on. Okay, okay. I'm too excited about this. I can't hang on. That was the KG Beast? Yes, that was KG it, Beast. I did not know that. <laughs> I don't think anyone did. Did you know Jimmy Olsen was in the movie till the I credits mean, rolled? No, no. I, I mean, I knew one once that happened, but to this until today, I did not know that that was KG Beast. What a waste! <laughs> what a awful waste! Blew up his uh, his fiery jetpack, uh, his uh, flamethrower. Uh, so you have your big final blowout action sequence: Lex Luthor in the battle suit mm-hmm. versus Superman, Batman. And Wonder Woman. Because now Wonder Woman can show up and like, <laughs> like she can come in. Right? Like if Clark is getting sure. his ass kicked by a Kryptonian powered suit where he's just getting beat down, beat down, beat down. And Lex is going to do an Iron Man chest blast and Wonder Woman just jumps in with her shield and it's like, I've decided to help fight. And now you got her in the mix. People are like, yeah. And now Batman isn't fighting the goddamn suit. He is yep. saving civilians. Sure. And guess who comes back to help him save civilians? Nightwing. Okay. So now Blake has come back. He's there to help. He's not wearing the bat suit. He's got some variation on it. Mm -hmm. So now Bruce and Blake 
are saving civilians while Superman and Wonder Woman are fighting a Kryptonian-suited Lex Luthor. And now one might think, this sounds expensive. They made a big, giant CG blob of Doomsday. This budget is as bloated as it needs to be. They can do all of this. Why did they make him look like that? They could have at least made him look like the Doomsday from the comics. No, Cave Troll. We had the Cave Troll. Uh. We're Warner (laughs) Brothers. We had the Cave Troll (laughs) template from Lord of the Rings. Just alter it. Uh. Um, Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I, I like most of that. I think we need to see Batman do more than save people. I think he does need to be in the mix, but he's he's not throwing punches against a robot. Right. He's doing way more clever stuff. So like he's a, yeah, he's you know bombs in the uh, eyes uh, sabotaging and... exhaust ports mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, uh, disabling cameras and Okay, so yeah, maybe he at first he he could be like, "All right, fine, I'll take care of the civilians. That's that's I will save people." And if Blake shows up, it's like, "I got it. Go help those two. Then Bruce is like, "Cool, I'm in the fight." <laughs> and I, sure is yeah. yeah. And I and I understand like people people at this point even throughout the course of this might be thinking there's no way Christian Bale's Batman could stand next to Henry Cavill's Superman. And I think the Man of Steel we got that first one, yeah, that's the power level of Superman. We can deal with it. I think uh, the the gadgetry of and the cartoonishness of Nolan's Batman would need to be escalated. We would need to get a little more gimmicky in the toys, but I don't think it would be as giant of a leap. As it as people might think it would need I to don't, be. Yeah, I don't I don't really know how many more toys you would need. Um, like the grappling gun. Nolan was against the grappling gun because he's like he wanted to find. Oh sure. Find... Well, and they and uh, Snyder put that in. Yeah. Uh, BVS DOJ. And I'm saying, let Christian Bale have the yeah. grappling gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for this for this fight, I think that would be net necessary. Um. um I, I think Lois can still be involved in this in terms of reporting on it. She doesn't need to be on the battlefield. No. Um, uh, 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 an extra detail I would like in there is uh, be, since this is a world of heroes mm-hmm. and since Wonder Woman has been trying to recruit Batman and Superman, uh, she's also been recruiting others who aren't as stubborn. So in this final scene, she shows up to help fight Lex. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Nightwing's not the only other hero saving people. Maybe so we flat. see we other... Her, yeah. We don't even need to see those named people. We can see... Uh, Blue Beetle. Yep, there's one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I think for the sake of foreshadowing, having references to the Keystone and uh, the Keystone City the um, sure. and the start, like to reference those offhandedly throughout mm-hmm. and then having them, you're saying actually have Flash and Aquaman and the game. No, it, it doesn't have to be the big ones, right? If, if we're wanting to save that for later, just have, yeah, have, okay. have a number of, of smaller then, uh, people who Wonder Woman has oh, approached and like, yeah, I want to be on then, a team. Then Flash and, 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 and one other, Blue Beetle, if you will. Sure. But... Having the football player from Met You show up and save the day in a in a brief moment, the hint of Cyborg to come. Oh, sure. If he's not he's not Cyborg, just some kid on the street who's like who saves the day and's like, mm-hmm. thanks, man. And if you're paying attention, like, oh, that was that's the the football player guy. And a, and a true fan would go, that's gonna be Cyborg. How exciting <laughs> is that? That's way better than a quick time video. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do that. Can you imagine if they had done that? It would have been like putting a commercial in the middle of the movie. Uh, I mean. He- I would okay, just for the fun of it. Would you have Selena show up in the final battle? Um, I don't think she's as capable as anybody else. She's a thief, so I, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I mean, 
we paid to have her show up in the beginning. We might as well have her helping rescue people. Okay. Then, then there you go. <laughs> um, but but that, that's kind of what I mean. It's, it's sort of rescuing people in this final scene is it's happening, uh, but it's happening in the background, and that's mm-hmm. where we can ha- where we can drop a bunch of uh, Easter eggs. Yeah. So essentially, um, the Battle of New York from the Avengers with what Warner Brothers wanted, what the studio sure. wanted with like hints uh, at this bigger I, world. I, I'm, I feel terrible that I've been struggling to think of other heroes. Like Red Tornado, right? He hasn't been mentioned in the movies at all. Just put him in the background, yeah. moving someone out of the way. Vixen, right? Yeah. Like some, some of the lower tier characters. Yeah. I don't know if I want all of that. I see where you're going with it. I do. I know you do. <laughs> I, I think hinting at a couple isn't a bad idea. So, okay, here's my problem with only a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to tell your audience these one or two Easter eggs are something to look forward. These specific ones are mm-hmm. things you will, you you should look forward to seeing again that you're going to clamor for. If you hit them with ten recognizable background people, they don't necessarily say anything. They don't even necessarily mug okay. for the camera. Yeah, it's it's enough to make to 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 make people say, oh. That's the world we live in. It's enough to make people who are familiar with the source material go, "Oh, those are these people," mm-hmm. and it it's it 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 builds that world. Okay. It creates the potential, um, without promising anything. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna give you half this. I I think throughout the course of the movie, using the Daily Planet as a focal point, using those those throwaway background moments, mm-hmm. which kind of draws from uh, the Dark Knight Returns, where you get a lot of those TV interview moments mm-hmm. and whatnot. I'm going to let you put in 12 to 15 of those throughout the course of the movie. Little background hints here mm-hmm. and there, billboard here, newspaper here, little things throughout kids on their cell phone. None of those characters get to be in the final fight. I, we, it's the, that would be so bloated. That would be such a, a mess of characters. I think you are really imagining focus on them way more than I am. Now, I don't even want to see them swing through the background. I don't want to see – I don't want some – glimpse of them this mm-hmm. movie needs to stri- needs to be more focused because a problem with all these franchise expanders is they do try to cram too much in that aren't easter eggs and i don't so i think in the final battle if it's lex suit versus superman and wonder woman with batman running the the perimeter and and having uh dick or uh, nightwing on the ground saving people uh victor showing up as just a kid doing the right thing and maybe maybe one little other character. I it's too many characters to play with. I'm 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 letting you have the Easter eggs, but they don't get to be in the final battle. I'm sorry. I don't think that's how you uh, build a backwards uh, cinematic universe. Well, I uh, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I see. What, I can see it right, and I think tossing in all those characters into the fight and having them swing through the background. They're not. See, I I think that they're not in the fight. Well, how is this fight threatening enough with just one battle-suited Kryptonian Lex mm-hmm. that would require ten characters to show up? Well, uh, it's it would it would have um, so in Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice, uh, they mitigated the damage by putting it on a deserted island. Um, oh, you guys don't like us beating up Metropolis? <laughs> we'll put it on an abandoned island. Um. And I think that uh, you you wouldn't do that. You would put it in a city. Put it again. right in a city. Yeah. Put and it back in Metropolis again. Right. Yeah. And 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 that's why. Uh, so so there's your threat. There's your imminent threat to people. And the thing is, Lex Luthor's suit. It's not just 
two two or three or four Wait, big guys fighting dude, each other. They're knocking no, down buildings. I, it's a disaster. I get, I get Not necessarily as bad as in Man of Steel, but st- it's still a huge disaster. I got it. The whole movie is building off of Lex's ideas. Yes, it is a huge disaster. The movie is Lex trying to harbor this fear against the alien, right? Sure. When Wonder Woman shows up to recruiting, she's saying, hey, if this threat exists, if th- we have bigger threats coming, we need to have this. And Batman's like too focused on Superman. Mm-hmm. Superman's too focused on his paranoia. In the battle, Lex versus these two gods, Metropolis is getting it again. It could lampshade it. Like we just rebuilt this city, and now this is happening sure. again. You can have all these Easter egg characters because remember I had said like, oh, Victor, who we referenced earlier, mm-hmm. shows up and saves some kid. Sure. So the whole idea that, that Superman's existence is creating fear in people in this moment now with Batman there, with Wonder Woman there, it's actually inspiring people and doing the exact opposite of what Lex thought was happening with Superman. Because And this goes as a throwback to what Joker tried to do to prove the kind sure. of people Gotham is. Yeah. Now we're proving what the bigger, like what Metropolis is. So you can't have Victor come in and save the day and people go, oh my God, that's going to be Cyborg. You can have a construction worker, John Henry Irons, sure. pick up a sledgehammer and start saving the day. And maybe Lex needs some minions. Maybe we need some Shatari level of, of goons. Okay. Okay. You're, yeah. you're, you're finally, you're on board with my idea. I won't, I yeah. won't argue. I'll- so <laughs> instead of having like all these, having characters come in to save the day, Maybe we could have one or two, like a, a gangbuster. That's a Superman superhero that that was inspired. A Bibbo Babowski is another super, like a character inspired mm-hmm. by Superman to do the right thing. Um, uh, uh, Guardian is another character who is in, he's the Captain America of the DC universe okay. who operates in the shadows um, of of, uh, no, of Metropolis. I can't remember any of their names. The big yellow demon uh, Mongol is from. Uh, oh, Ekergan. Uh, Etr- yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the second battle of Metropolis, where it's getting torn up again, and Lex is, I don't know, maybe he's so mad, he's like, if I can't have this city, no one can. You can have all these characters showing up to save the day in cameo moments mm-hmm. and not be clad in their superhero costumes. Mm. All right. I'm trying to find a happy medium here <laughs> because my worry is that it becomes too bloated. If it's, if it's too much of an Easter egg hunt, it alienates the, the layman, a normal person coming in is going to be alienated by too many Easter eggs. They need to know who these characters are. That's why it needs to be Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And then you sprinkle in little things that don't feel like, get it? I don't get it. The guy next to me will explain it. Like, you have to think like that. You're thinking. You're scratching your So, head. I think, so the, the reason... What I'm thinking, the the reason why I think it, that it wouldn't be confusing, and, and I, I could be wrong, uh, uh, maybe it's a different mentality for for a sci-fi movie, but um, you don't you don't need to explain every alien in Star Wars. Mm, it's a different that's a different world though. People come in expecting exactly that, mm. but in something well, especially- that's 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 a part of why I was saying you establish it early on that they're a they're a known element. Well, I suppose if you look at what the Avengers did, they were able to introduce a new Bruce Banner and Hawkeye and, and uh, but no, that's it. It was just those two were introduced in, because Black Widow was introduced in Iron mm-hmm. Man 2. So it's really hard to reverse engineer what Avengers did. So I well, don't again, think. Those are, those are people that, that, get, scre- that get, actual, get actual screen time. 
So I, I, maybe this is an element we can't elaborate on because it feels like we just can't agree specifically on this point. So let's just jump to the end here. Okay. I think Lex is defeated. Mm-hmm. I think he is unmasked to prove, like, this is who your villain is. This is who is tearing up Metropolis. Lex Luthor, ladies and gentlemen, so that he can be sent off to prison for his crimes. And if, and the final moment, final moment of the movie before we start closing up with a with a tag or sorts is Superman needs to stand before the American people live on television with Lois Lane pointing the microphone at him, more or less saying, "I'm here to help. I will never let something make a vow to you as a human race. I will never let a threat like this happen again." The Kryptonians people like Lex, I will not, and he can say, I won't let this happen. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to fight for you. I'm going to do this. And Wonder Woman and Batman stepping up next to him and saying, no, we promise that. So that's it. Superman will more or less not apologize, but say like, what he, this is what I'm here for. Give me that Christopher Reeve moment sure. of I'm here to fight for truth. And yeah, justice. yeah. None, none of this wavering, none of this uh, saving mankind yeah. is a burden. Yeah, I will thing. prove to you for those of you who doubt me that I'm here for good, I will prove to you. I will spend every day of my life proving to you that I am worthy of being your hero. I am Superman. Like, give me, I want that moment. And he has his other heroes around him, whether it's just Wonder Woman and Batman, Batman bleeding and limping, or if you do manage to convince me to get other heroes in it, <laughs> that there, that final tableau is Superman standing center with the, with the world watching him, surrounded by these other heroes, saying we're here to help and we'll stop whatever threat is coming. That feels more like a Dawn of Justice to me. The uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice moment? What do you mean? Just, just, uh, uh, I feel like you described a Batman versus Superman movie without all of the other heroes. It's not the, it's, it's just a Batman versus Superman movie. Mm-hmm. It's not the Dawn of Justice. Well, if the, if they just tore up Metropolis a second time, Superman's going to have to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I'm saying I, I like your scene. I yeah. just I think you need the backdrop of of many heroes. Okay, and I'm saying that's okay. Yeah. Right. I, I yes. I think that even if it's him standing there saying it with just Wonder Woman, and Batman behind him, if that's being broadcast around the world, then you have your moment of like Green Arrow pulling his gloves on, or Huntress pulling her mask on her face and being inspired in the moment to rise up. Okay, and, and then you have. Then you have maybe the green ring going on to like what were all those characters watching watching that broadcast across the internet like hint at it that way instead of having them literally standing right there because we need a hint of greater things to come and we can't I don't want to specifically say you're getting an Aquaman movie a cyborg movie and a Flash movie like just I, I agree with you hint at so many that people don't know what's coming yeah. I, we're we're on the same page. I I uh, I think we're not agreeing on how to do that. Okay. I, I, th- I think you do it all. In, you you put them all in the same frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you do your montage, it'll it that that instead says, in these these are the individuals that will happen. My fear is too many characters, and that we as nerds will get excited to see the whole Justice League standing there. My fear is and. My studio fear is that people don't care about Aquaman. People want to see Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And they do. Those are the three right up front. I don't need that that blonde, orange-shirted fish talker. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we can't exactly agree how that moment, but I think the sentiment should stay. I think that the movie needs to end 
with Superman saying to the world, I'm here to help and I'm going to prove it to you, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, so, we've, we've so Batman, defeated. or I'm sorry, Superman doesn't need to sacrifice himself no. defeating the don't villain. Kill, don't kill Superman. <laughs> don't kill Superman, period. <laughs> we don't need that. You know, if they want to kill Superman, sorry, if the studio's like, we want to kill Superman, I'm like, cool, that's your Infinity War. You wait until you've done oh, yeah. 10 movies. You wait until you've done 15 movies. People need to freaking care about this character before you kill they, him. They need to have seen him be invincible. Yeah, they need to see him be Superman. Like mm-hmm. it's so, when when that moment happened in BVS, I could I just was like, really, you guys are doing? Are you kidding me? Who cares? It was like killing Kirk in the second Star Trek movie. <laughs> He's had all of two hours of screen time. Mm-hmm. Dude, who cares? Yeah, that's not how this works. Spock cares. He really did because they shared. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so mad. So don't kill Superman. You have him be the hero. It, the be the yeah. light to guide them. Yeah, he's he's the he's the vanguard. Yeah, and he's not there yet, and he 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 will be. I think there's a, there's all oh, so much more nitty gritty to happen here, but I want to jump to a a, a post credit stinger. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I just want to now that yeah. I've, we've laid out so much, and we can I can go back to some of the the studio demands here to see if we missed anything. I think here's your stinger. It's Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what kind of where I I don't want to hint at too many other characters. Okay. It's night night. Uh, Bruce and Nightwing have their final scene where uh, Bruce can kind of like, hey, I'm sorry, I just came back and took my mantle back. Sure. And there's no forgiveness. Blake is like, I, I devoted my life to this. You took it from me. Give that Dick versus Bruce animosity. Okay. Right? They need to not be friends at the end of this. this there's, Bruce fails on that regard. The okay. world, he's going to yeah. save the world. He's going to be the hero he's always meant to be, but he's terrible at relationships. Sure. <laughs> Even going so far as Alfred saying, like, let him go. He's gone. Like, Okay, and and Nightwing could even be in the in the capacity of like, how can a hero like us exist when people are tearing down buildings? He could be the complete skeptic. He could be the one that doesn't trust that there's a place for a Batman level hero when Superman and Wonder Woman exist, right? This is I'm just giving him a chip on his shoulder that he's he just wants to save the city. He just wants to protect Gotham, which is more or less the Batman attitude that works best in the comics. Mm-hmm. Batman and the Justice League is a different Batman than Batman and Gotham. That's true. So I'm giving that attitude to Blake. He said okay. he could just be like, I don't care about the world. I care about my city and the people in it, and you've taken that away from me. I, I gave my life to become Batman, and you've taken Batman back, so I'm mad at you. <laughs> so the stinger is your the Avengers moment, the Nick Fury showing up, and it's Nightwing meeting Wally West. And hinting at the Teen Titans, or the Titans, I should say. Mm. Instead of hinting at we're going to get the okay. Justice League. Yeah, my my whole idea spoils your stinger, and, and that's fine. We can discuss this, but it's it's the moment of maybe Wally West doing something fast, and then you think you're the only one with superpowers. Like, hey, uh, there's a place for you in this world too, because Nightwing and the Titans, at their best, don't deal with the world threats. They deal with like the middle ground threats. So hinting at Dick, or sorry, uh, Blake, creating the Titans. So you're wanting to forego the Justice League? No. You don't? We know we're going to get the Justice League. Do There's we? no surprise okay. that we're going to get the Justice League. I think the surprise would be creating the Titans. Because then you could build up to a Civil War level movie where it's the Justice League versus the Teen Titans. Or the Titans. 
So that's my that's my stinger. Is that is that is that really a story that happens in DC? They released an animated movie of it just a really? couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my my stinger is really for the fans because we're gonna get Justice League. There's no damn way about it. We even got like a tableau of it, or it's like Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman all standing together. We're gonna get the Justice League. They even fought together. Like it's a far foregone conclusion that we're gonna get the Justice League. So hinting at the Titans, I think, is more exciting. Or you hint at. Uh, what Justice League tried to do, and the Legion of Doom is your stinger. Silence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's my solution for fixing <laughs> Batman versus Superman. You get Christian Bale back. Henry Cavill's Man of Steel exists. Wonder Woman is going. The movie we got is going to exist. Still creating a movie that allows those three to kick ass together, side by side by side, versus Lex, not Doomsday, in a Kryptonian-powered suit redeeming Superman as a hero in the eyes of the world and inspiring a new generation of heroes to come out of the shadows. That's the back of the box on the DVD. (laughs) What's a DVD? It's a (laughs) (laughs) Blu-ray. Yeah, I'd watch that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've kiboshed more of your ideas than I allowed to. That's okay. uh, Than I should be allowed to. I'd... I think the studio had a pretty good idea of what they were looking for, <laughs> um, and that and that's okay. So basically, this whole um, episode is me just convincing you <laughs> to make my Justice League, my Batman versus Superman, and you just had to say yes or no the whole time. Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, no, and, and and that's that's okay because uh, yeah, the Batman versus Superman part I feel is really unimportant. Uh, why do they need to fight? Why do we need to see them fight? Ah, oh, because they're such great heroes. Yeah. So they, why are they yeah. fighting? They should be fighting bad guys. They are smart enough to recognize that they're not bad guys. Uh, well, here I'm gonna do this. You, you, you pitched a, uh, a a pretty good way uh, to to have them misunderstand and mm-hmm. fight each other. Um, so so that works. Well, I'm gonna do um, this now. I, I now that I've babbled at you for an hour <laughs> and get, basically forced my idea down your throat. I want you to, to pick apart what I gave you, and now you can, if you want to go back to the Thangarians attacking Earth, uh, pick pick this apart, and like let's let's let me l- let me let you pitch well, me a movie. No, we don't well, have to go for another hour. I'm just curious. Well, you, uh, I I I pitched mine really broad strokes in the beginning, and then you gave more parameters, mm-hmm. and then met your parameters. Um, <laughs> I feel. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really no, excited do about not this be idea. sorry. Yeah, I've been thinking about no, it's this for great. Years, I know. Jim. I know I've been you have. About it for years. I know you've been. Why did you've they been do telling it? <laughs> Zack Snyder is such a terrible director. Why is this so, happening? Okay. Okay. So, so I want to flip this around. Uh, let, let me flip this on, around a little. It. Give me some yeah, water. Yeah. It's okay. It'll be okay. Okay now. Are you? I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. 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 <laughs> I'm gay. Okay. What? Oh. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around a little based on the pitch you gave me. Um, I uh, so I'm imagining your movie, and those story beats do feel better than the story beats that we kind of got Don't, with. You can trigger me again. Um. However, I'm still. I'm honestly. I'm still seeing. Uh, your movie 
shot and it looks a whole like it's actually yeah. there's not much reason that like it's not going to look a lot different in uh, uh stylistically yeah like, like just yeah. dialogue will just make more sense yeah it's, <laughs> that's all and, i can and, ask and, for, and, we, Jim. and we and we won't dislike the characters because of their choices Good. um but they're they're still the the what, what would you do about tone would you keep that tone I, th- that, I I lean into the Nolan tone, right? Because what what we got with Zack Snyder's tone okay. is a is a bastardization of Nolan's tone. Sure, dark and gritty, no jokes. No, there's plenty of jokes and levity in the Dark Knight trilogy. Like you can still have a fun time while being serious. Sure. Okay. And, and honestly, you know who's gonna who's gonna make that happen? Your Lex Luthor is gonna be where the the levity comes in this because if he is. And it's funny, too, because uh, the episode after this, I talk about a human villain against uh, more or less an unstoppable force. Um, we recorded episodes out yeah. of order. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, oh that, I did that, not realize that. Yeah, <laughs> that if you think, like, if Lex is the, is the, is the badass Lex he should be, he's the one that's going to be able to crack, the, crack wise and create the, the humor at the level that Nolan gave us through the original, his three original movies. Okay. So... I, I would hope that through the more interesting and understandable dialogue that makes more sense, you're allowed to have a little bit more of a tongue-in-cheek attitude about certain things. Lois should be way funnier. Lois is better of a Lois as a character is so much better than hey, let's uh, quit swinging our dicks around. Where do I tinkle? Lois Lane should never say where do I tinkle. Are you kidding me? I was so <laughs> furious in Man of Steel when that moment happened. I'm like. The let's quick swing in our dicks around Lois is that's okay. That's a line that tough Lois Lane should say. Sure. Where do I tinkle is not something Lois Lane should say. But the juxtaposition, no. DC. Snyder. <laughs> Good doyer. <laughs> okay. You get that hairball out? Yeah, sorry. Okay. So you're talking about the tone and the yeah. stylist, and that's what you're, you're worried uh, about, the tone and the style. Yeah. So, well, so I, I feel you, you sort of answered it. Um, so it's still going to be somewhat, uh, 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 muted and, and, uh, not grim, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, uh, like what, I guess, what am I trying to ask? Maybe I should just pitch an idea. Do it. Um, do you think it'd be possible to, yeah, actually, I think Wonder Woman showed that it could be done and this would kind of be co-opting from there, undermining it when it's shown in there. So maybe it's not. Anyway, uh, what if uh, the tone is different per character? Hmm. So for Batman, we okay. have the 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 Nolan esque mm, uh, yeah. mood, and and everything has uh, more muted colors and is is the gray tones. Uh, and then for uh, Superman, um, now it might not it. it might not jive with Man of Steel because Man of Steel set the, the the color palette and everything for that there, which was similar. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I got it. But but uh, essentially, I'm thinking of uh, kind of matching matching the scenes to the characters, right? So yes. Batman is the grays and blacks and you're giving and a dark visual colors. challenge here. Yeah. You're creating a cinematographer and, and challenge. Superman is the 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 red and the blue mm-hmm. and the just the 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 bright sky and uh, uh, stuff like that. Uh Wonder challenges Wonder gold. Woman's gold. M- more yeah. more of the gold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
and to mesh those together, I want you to... Did you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Some. Okay, there's an episode called Dawn. It's a season finale. I can't remember which one it is. I did not see and that through one. the course of the, of the episode, um, Buffy is attempting to save Dawn's life the whole time, her sister mm-hmm. Dawn. Um, and so uh, for those of you who... I'm going to spoil Buffy the Vampire Slayer here, so I apologize if this is like ruins anyone's life, but uh, Buffy knows Dawn has to, is going to die. So she spends the whole episode, the season finale, trying to stop her death from happening. And the whole episode is done with this blue uh, filter, sure. very uh, Matrix-esque, very blue through the whole okay. thing. And the whole episode leads up to the final fight just before sunrise. Mm-hmm. When Buffy realizes the only way to save Dawn is to sacrifice herself, the sun rises and the color shifts to sure. the color of a sunrise. So by having Batman essentially be blues and grays and Superman to be uh, red and uh, blue as well, like night, mm-hmm. like a navy, and Wonder Woman to be this hopeful yellowish and orange, right? When they all come together against Lex, who's in green and purple, that's where the, the color... Like, like the whole the movie whole... visually comes to life yeah. when the three where of them. We get, that's where we get the skittles. Yeah, that when the when yeah, I think you're <laughs> onto something there. That's a really good solution for the tone. Like, how do you fix mm-hmm. the tone that exists in BVS by mashing the tone of the Dark Knight trilogy, Man of Steel, and what Wonder Woman would be? Yeah, that's a great idea, and that's a great cinematographer, like a visual challenge. And it, I, I, ideally, I think that sets it apart from. From what we did get. And it sets it apart from the Marvel Universe. <clears throat> Cause, sure. Because yeah. the Marvel Universe have a pretty consistent look throughout, it, unless uh, the exception would be the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Space. Thor 3, like the yeah. cosmic stuff. And, but we're in 2013 yet. We haven't even seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So that solution's really smart. Visually, that would set it way apart from what the Avengers did. I think we've already tonally, by kind of rooting it <clears throat> in a real world, fears the the fears of the other that bvs was attempting to do but mm-hmm. snyder's a, a randian like he's yeah. he's an he's a nihilist he's a yep. pessimist i think nolan presented a post 9-11 a, a superhero universe mashed with man of steel's fear of the other that could totally be extrapolated tonally uh and visually in this batman and superman I'm giving you the credit for that. That's really good. I'm just I'm, I'm liking yeah, what you've pitched yeah. here. <laughs> it, it, thank you. It, you 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 are you are explaining it well. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing is we just don't edit it like like they did. <laughs> well, I think just by the simple fact that it makes sense as a story. Yeah. That it could it will be better just just from page to screen. It'll already be better. Yeah. The, the, now here's the thing. I mean, we can we can kind of start wrapping this up unless you have some additional thoughts here. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, th- I think we. Uh, I I think what's there, uh, is is sati- is satisfactory to me. I uh, I think ba- based on what we said, I'd I'd uh, this isn't an a this isn't an A plus mm-hmm. for me. Uh, there there there's still. Uh, questions. Right. There's still uh, disagreements. The the studios uh, are arguing. honestly. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty close to to being on board. Uh, uh, I I I think I think I would get mo- most of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you direct it. Uh, oh, then I'm definitely getting what I asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's uh, <laughs> I knew that would convince you. <laughs> um. So uh so yeah I I think uh I think this is a solid, this is a solid effort. 
um, it's a it's definitely a a good foundation to build on. It may not be the explosive, uh, and, and maybe maybe actually maybe that's the problem because this is meant to compete with the uh, juggernaut that had just come out. Um, uh, so uh, I, I think I think it gets closer at the very least least than what. Uh, our reality has yeah the, what we actually got yeah. and and here's what i want to wrap up with here um it is more important to me than it probably should be but i think it's important to pop culture that superman and batman and wonder woman are represented the best they possibly can be represented as and i i think what snyder did with his movies with bvs and man of steel is he he harmed the image of these mythological characters? Superman and Batman have existed in every form you can possibly exist. They've ever been sure. around for eighty years, mm-hmm. so we've had murderous Batmans and we've had way too cartoony and goofy Supermans. Mm-hmm. But in the, like the reason Spider Man worked when it came out is because it came out just after nine eleven, and it was the hero the world needed, an underdog who can who can be a hero. Right, like the the Raimi Spider Man came out. He's he's of the people, and and for the people. Yeah, it was, and it right? was. A, he's, he's a normal. He's a normal guy yeah. who's doing what he what 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 needs to be done, not for any reward. He is a great hero that we needed that when he came out, and in 2013, in the era that existed then and still exists now. Now that we've gotten Batman versus Superman and we've moved on, they're, they are trying to fix the mistakes they've made with these movies. Is that Superman is supposed to be this beacon of hope? They literally said it in Man of Steel that the S on his chest stands for hope. Means hope. What in Man of Steel was hopeful? <laughs> Nothing. And that's Superman needs to represent that hope. He needs to be the beacon, the light to show us the way. The what he's the best version of Superman is he's a he is a savior figure. Funny, another Christ figure conversation. <laughs> yep. Um and to create it's be, oh, Superman's boring. He can do anything. I want to see him punch stuff. Right? <laughs> you can get that. Like I I wanna highlight for a second that statement. Superman's boring. He can defeat anything. I want to see him punch stuff. That's the attitude, though. <laughs> that, Tell me you're, that, you're, that, you're, um, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. But the thing is, uh, uh, the man who can defeat anything, the thing you want to see him do is punch a thing? Yeah. I want to see that's him all, fight that's, a guy. That's, yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> and and that's what you're saying you're bored with. No. He can do it. It's so bo- Superman's boring. Like, <laughs> I, I assure you, during the Red Scare, if you said Superman was boring, someone would call you a communist and kick <laughs> you out of the country. There used to be an era where Superman was was America, and I'm not trying to be like flag-waving Michael Bay here. I'm trying to just say, like, Superman should represent... He is the greatest hero. He should be presented as the greatest hero. And if he's boring, that's the fault of the writer, that's the fault of the director, and that's the mm-hmm. fault of the actor. Superman can and has been interesting. Yeah. The best Superman we have right now is Supergirl on CW. That show represents her as the optimistic beacon of hope she should be even in the dark times that that show goes through sure captain america uh, chris evans mm-hmm. he is our superman chris i mean not saying like, literally yeah. superman but there's no finer hero that represents the hero he is oh yeah than chris evans as captain america yep gal gadot is wonder woman she is mm-hmm. as well cast she, as she's taken on the mantle as chris reeve was yeah. Yeah. like and 
people can hate on the Christian Bale Batman, but I feel like given the chance to be standing in a Justice League scenario, Christian Bale would further solidify himself as as an even all the more iconic Batman. You can complain about the voice all you want, mm-hmm. but no one embodied Bruce Wayne better than what Nolan did with Christian Bale's Batman. In my opinion, sure. that's an argument for another day. We'll do sure. we'll do an episode on Dark Knight Rises, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I I didn't have much problem with that movie. I, I'll remake it though. You can tweet at Jim. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's to me, it's important that Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman are presented way better than they got. Oh, of course, yeah, ab- absolutely. So they're like you said, they're eighty years old. They're 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 more than just. Uh, uh, characters that some comic company uh, has to to uh, make money on. I, I, uh, actually, at the most realistically cynical, that is all they <laughs> Literally are. Literally, they exist for you. Yeah. Um, but they they could be, and and I think should be more than that. They're they're icons of of American culture, um, and they that, be... that go back multiple generations. At this point, there's mm-hmm. there there there's. A, uh, not, uh, uh, there's a history to them, a, a canon to them where, and yes, uh, uh, people have done many different things, but when you sh- represent them on, on the on the big screen, uh, they only get so many representations on the big screen, mm-hmm. and so you can't do all the shades. No. Uh, and, and the shades you shouldn't do are the ones that are polar opposite of, <laughs> of, of that, that iconic uh, image. Yeah. So, something that I 100% agree that that iconic image is, is crucial to maintain. Something that event the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done, and even had done up to the point of Avengers, is the archetypal archetypal nature of Iron Man, Cap, Thor. Like they were archetypes of a of a hero that then got to team up together to do the right thing. Yeah. In BVS DOJ, the one we got, there is no difference between. Batman and Superman. They don't. Yeah. They don't. One's represent. got powers. One's got gadgets. <laughs> they don't serve any archetypal purpose. They don't live up to the mythology of the characters, other than at the very base level. Superman shoot laser, strong fly. <laughs> Batman smart gadget throw. Like that's that is the that is what we got. Yeah. But there's so much complexity to these characters that could be explored through the archetypes of what they represent. To be to for Batman to be the brain. To be the investigator, to to try to solve through logic, mm-hmm. for Superman to be powerful, and especially the Man of Steel Superman that would exist in this in this scenario, yeah. to be afraid of what he is and what he is to the people, and trying to fight against it, and for Lex to hone in on that fear and that paranoia sure. and enhance that in Superman, you're creating very distinct archetypal char- archetypal heroes that have something to overcome and represent something in their story. Sure. They're on yeah. they're on a quest. Batman is especially Nolan's Batman went through this this constant arc and through the arc of his whole story of what does Batman represent? So what does Batman represent in the bigger picture of the DC universe? Mm-hmm. Superman doesn't represent anything but fear because of Man of Steel. He's not hope. So we need to turn him into a character that literally finds hope in himself so that he can be hope for the world. Batman okay. doesn't necessarily need to change. Superman's the one that needs to change. Which, from a writing perspective, just strictly thinking as a screenwriter, what an amazing challenge to make Batman your protagonist on the journey, but he doesn't change. And Superman... Your 
antagonist to the hero that is on the arc. Like, I think there's a lot of, there's, there's so much to explore within those characters, even in a two and a half hour movie. Sure. Well, yeah, right. Well, yeah. Cause, uh, you just said it. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> well, okay. So I guess I'll, I'll leave it at that. Any final thoughts on, on Batman and Superman? Um, I don't know if we if we no just lots of silence. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hearing, it's, uh, which makes for great podcast. Oh yeah. Um, I I I don't think this is funny because every every episode we've done previous to this we've like walked away like that's oh, it yeah that's yep, the one that, and, yep. and you know maybe because we're challenging ourselves more with something like this or maybe I maybe I just came with too many ideas. No. Uh, uh, Which defeats the purpose of the show. I should have came in with a clean slate. But... No, no, it's it, it's it's gonna happen, yeah. right? It's yeah. it's I I have one I have one in the uh, in the chamber in the chamber <laughs> that that, that uh, I got some I got some very strong ideas about. I don't know if it's necessarily as uh, uh, refined as mm-hmm. as your uh, Batman vs Superman is, but I I have I have some very strong ideas about. Well, about I'm, some future episodes. I look forward to that. And I'm also <laughs> looking forward to hearing from our fans and our listeners. We have been having a growing audience, and we're we're thankful for that. You've People have started tweeting us ideas. Next uh, episode, we're actually doing one of our listeners' requests, which is very Fantastic. exciting. Fantastic. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Studio Demands It. I know that's where one of our requests came from. And uh, you can also hit me up at TC's Big Head. We have a website for the show, studiodemandsit.com. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Google Play, or you can just play it right off the website. Um, and I, I would be remiss to forget. I forgot to do this in one of the other episodes. I have to thank uh, 6.5 Media for giving us this yes, show. Yes, thank you so very I much. I uh, forgot to do that in one of the episodes, and I, I do apologize for that. But, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Jim, any final, final words? What's your what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> you were just looking it up. I was, you? yeah, I was ah! trying to I was trying to look it up because uh, uh, I think I think the uh, uh, I think I got it wrong a previous time. It's I think it's Tubac Wax on. <laughs> we're never gonna know. No, no, we're, we're never. never no know. one. No one's gonna find that. Who is this guy? You can tweet at me if you want me to talk to Jim for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, well, that's it for the episode. We'll be back next time with another challenge to improve the world of cinema, or at least improve it to the point that we can agree it's at least sort of better than what we got. (laughs) And maybe next time we'll agree wholeheartedly and walk away having met the studio demands and given you a movie that leaves all of you listening saying, I want to see that. Why didn't that make the, why didn't the, why that one didn't make it happen? Yeah, uh, yeah, that actually is, uh, uh, what I hear people saying that all the time. Yeah, just they, that babbling. Very yeah, incoherent. Walk, walking out of theaters. Why this Superman thing? laser eyes so strong many. fly. <laughs> <laughs> so many. What if they did? Ah, ah. That, that's that's always the reaction you want walking out of movies. Ah, that, and then leads you to make a podcast where you try to fix it hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, Jim. Thanks, TZ. Thanks, listeners. That's that's it. That's the end of the show. Bye. Okay, bye.